please don't wait till it's too late. Call McIntyre Elder Law. Hi, this is Greg McIntyre with McIntyre Elder Law here with my law partner, Brenton Begley. Uh, I thought I was going to have to say that. Now. You say it. You say it. My name is Brenton Begley. Hello. That's right. JD LLM. And today's topic is um, why is long-term care so expensive? Um, and this is part of a really more controversial series that we're doing where we're talking about the everyday things that we deal with as estate planning and elder law attorneys and that our clients deal with and their families. So long-term care costs can be daunting. Um, you know, it, it can take everything you work for your entire life and save for retirement and cause you to spin that out like water. Um, you know, those mounting expenses, I'd say between nursing home care, uh, between eight and $12,000 a month right now depending yeah. on which geographic area you're in, uh, say between Charlotte and Hendersonville or Asheville. Um, would you, would you agree, Brenton? Yeah, absolutely. It's easily, you know, between, I mean, I've seen it up, up towards the $15,000 a month mark, which I mean, that's a lot. And, uh, you know, one of the things I think contribute, well, how about this? It's expensive because it can be. OK, because they can charge that much because of the sheer amount of individuals that will need long term care at some point in their lives. Right. Like it is it is a necessity. And the way the way basic economics works is that, you know, if one person has the advantage, right, you have a huge need and they have what you need, then they can charge a lot for it. And there is a huge need for long term care. So I think there's two things there. Right. You know, 70 percent of people over 65 right now, according to a U.S. Department of Health and Human Services study done in 2005, are going to need some type of long-term care, long-term care being defined as in-home assisted living or nursing home care. Right. And that's huge. If I told you there was a 70% chance that building, that the roof was going to fall in right now, uh, would you feel comfortable staying where you're sitting? Out of here. I'll be out of here. Yeah, you're out of there, right? And, and wait, you know, see what happens. Try to get some shelter, Okay right? Try to get to a safe place. And the question is, number one, why is it so expensive? And then where's the safe place? Okay. What is a safe place? So, so, you know, I think it's so expensive. I think you're right. There's supply and demand, simple economics of supply and demand. Mm -hmm. uh, and also uh, there is the business of running a nursing home. I would love to sit down with a nursing home administrator or owner and talk to them about that uh, on camera. I have done that before um, privately with people who own nursing homes and companies. But, you know, from their standpoint, they say, look, we're running a business and we're providing a needed service and we have to keep uh, our place staffed with experienced people, which is hard. Yeah. To pay them well. I mean, we talk about the same thing when we're running a law office and we have to staff yeah. You know, we want to make sure that we get great customer service. You have to pay your people well, which means you have to charge money for your services, right? Yeah, and you really want to filter, you know, those people out really well. Um, you know, whenever you are hiring somebody to take care of another person, you want to make sure that there's no red flags that go off, that they're not someone who could get burnt out easily and want to quit and have high turnover because it's really not an easy job. 
I mean, when it comes down to it, it's not an easy job to provide the type of care that an individual, especially an individual who can't do most activities of daily living, um, it's it's a hard job for for people. We've hired people who worked in facilities before, and mm-hmm. they have a lot of stories of how difficult the job was for them. And you know, those are great people, very empathetic, very caring. But you still get burnout. You still have a hard time emotionally dealing with, you know, um, you know the the end of life diseases and things like that can be can be a hard thing to deal with for the employees and for the business itself because I mean my God I can imagine you know you have all those state regulations that you have to abide by you have inspections you probably get sued a lot that sort of thing so all of that is com you know contemplated in the price that's charged to be able to compensate for that they have to have in house attorneys to figure out how to recover things that you know or re- recover balances that haven't been paid right if you're charging that much it's going to lead to the fact that some people ain't going to pay it right maybe the person passed away before the bill could be paid and you have to rely on getting it from the estate or from the family maybe the people you know who owe the money just can't pay it um, maybe they refuse to pay it that sort of thing um you know and and you got to maintain a staff of attorneys to represent you if you get sued that sort of thing so there's a lot of cost built into just having the business there before you even provide services. Agreed. So it is a business. They do have to, they do have certain costs and I'm sure they have a margin of profit that they would like to make all that equals, um, you know, costs as high as that you, you have said you've seen uh, recently a $15,000 a month. Right. Um, but, but, you know, for the regular consumer and that's right now, what if I might need long-term care 20, 30 years from now, what will it be then? How will I be able to make sure that I can protect my assets, stay in control of them and still pay for something that, that there's a 70% chance likelihood that might happen to me later in life. And right. right, So I've come up with three things that I'd like to discuss today and back, back and forth. One is long-term care insurance. So that's kind of a really pre-planning on the financial side. Two is estate planning, which we do. And, you know, that's what we do. All we do is estate planning and elder law. And we do that every day and help people plan to protect assets. So I want to cover that. And then there is uh, what we call benefits planning or crisis planning, where, you know, if you get stuck in a situation that's unexpected, you know, you haven't set things up with estate planning ahead of time correctly, then what can you do? Okay. So the first one, uh, is that agreeable to you, Brenton? Do you think that's a good list? Is there anything Uh, you'd like to add? No, I think it's perfect. Okay. I like things in threes. They're easy. Um, So, um, you know, unless it's three strikes and you're out, right? And that's what we want to help people avoid. So, so first, uh, long-term care insurance. Um, I'll take that one and, and then maybe, you know, we can go back and forth and then you can do the, the next one. Okay. So long-term care insurance, um, you know, I I find that my clients who have long-term care insurance, it helps them in a number of ways, whether they have a traditional long-term care policy they're paying monthly for, or they have a hybrid hybrid policy like life insurance with a long-term care rider, where they've invested some of retirement funds into that product that they can pull back out, also have beneficiaries on there, maybe can be shared between husband and wife, and will pay for, will multiply the amount that was put there by three to five times uh, to pay for long-term care. I see that that's a financial tool but it also adds income that's much needed in the time when you need care. Plus, it gives you options not to have to go to assisted living or nursing home care if you you are able to stay in home 
and the contract is is built into that uh, insurance product, such as uh, or so that it will also pay for in-home caregivers so you can stay in the comfort of your own home. I think that's a great addition. Um, another ancillary benefit of that is that a lot of times those policies are designed to last three to five years, okay, before they're exhausted. Um, right. Rarely do we see any more, and I see them every once in a while, the old school contracts where there's no limit on how much it pays out, but it pays out for the rest of your life once you start it. Um, usually they're capped at, say, a three to five-year time span. But what that does is it allows you to come back to us and get into that second topic that I want to discuss, which is estate planning on the front end. So, you know, if I sit down with someone and we say we're going to activate this long term care insurance because there's a need right now and my husband needs care, we're going to bring caregivers in home and then we're going to move our assets into, say, a specialized irrevocable trust called a Medicaid Asset Protection Trust to start a five-year, three-year or five-year look-back clock ticking, depending on whether they need assisted living or nursing home care to protect the assets. You know, our oldest daughter, we super trust her and she's an accountant and she's going to be the trustee. So that house is going to be preserved. Retirement's going to be preserved there. And they're still going to be the lifetime income beneficiary of assets that make money in that trust. Um, So I I see that long-term care insurance is a really good precursor, not only to activate a financial stream of income to pay for caregivers or to pay for assisted living or nursing home care, but also to allow you to um, have time, have a cushion of time in there to plan to protect assets before you might want to activate uh, a benefit like Medicaid to pay for long-term care. Those are my thoughts on long-term care insurance and why I love it when clients have it. What do you think, Brent? Yeah, I I would agree um, with you know, the benefit of long-term care insurance is also that strategy coupling it with the estate plan. Now, even if you don't have long-term care insurance, doesn't mean that you can't utilize the estate plan to number one, protect assets, number two, potentially qualify for benefits to pay for long-term care in the future. Now we do that quite a bit for clients as a pre-planning tool. We, you know, put the things in place that everybody needs like powers of attorney will, right? That if you don't have, you should, but we also make sure that you know, if they do need long-term care in the future, which again, you have that 70% chance or greater, then you want to make sure that you can get that paid for, even if you don't have the funds available to pay for it yourself. So what that would be is activating some type of benefit like VA or Medicaid to pay for long-term care. Now, if you've done the planning on the front end, maybe you've triggered a look back period way, way, way in the past, right? To where you can qualify for that benefit way after that three to five year look back period has already ran out. But the thing that a lot of people do and why the look back period has these bad connotations with it and people, when they hear it, they're like, oh, we need to avoid that, is that when people, you know, they, they trigger this look back period, they don't do it strategically. You know, if I have $100,000 in my name, I have a couple of annuities, I have some life insurance policies, I have a couple pieces of property, and I give one home away to a kid, right, and I trigger that look back period, Then five years down the road, I might be outside the look back period, but I don't qualify for Medicaid because of the rest of stuff I have in my name. I don't qualify for VA because of the rest of stuff I have in my name. So the strategic way to go about doing that is to exempt those assets through something like a Medicaid asset protection trust that you'd mentioned where you have a family member as trustee that you trust that can make sure the income comes out to you and still benefit from the assets in the trust, but have those exempted from you, not counting against you so you can essentially have your cake and eat it too from a legal standpoint and keep your assets, protect them, preserve them for the next generation. Because 
you worked very hard for them, you should, and still qualify for a benefit to pay for long-term care, even if you can't afford out-of-pocket, which who can, and even if you don't have long-term care insurance. And what if you do have long-term care insurance and it runs out, it hits that maximum, it caps out at that that per-day value, right? You still want to be able to qualify for a benefit to come in and cover what you have uh, to pay after that long-term care insurance policy kicks off. So that's the importance of the estate planning side when it comes to the high cost of long-term care. So you got number three. So, yeah. So Brenton just really covered number two, which is estate planning. Um, you know, the, the, you know, using irrevocable trust or convertible trust, really thinking through your assets as well as adding foundational pieces, which are super important in case somebody becomes incompetent, incapacitated, the general durable power of attorney, healthcare power of attorney, living will, will, if we do the trust, we're going to write a will that goes along with the trust and works with the trust called a companion or pour over will. So, you know, estate planning is important that we look at all the assets, look at what your goals are and make sure that you are protected. Maybe a ladybird deed on your home, which instantly protects your residence and keeps it in your name and then passes it to your descendants, for example, your children, um, if you were to pass. So those are all the things we want to sit down and cover when we sit down and have an estate plan. We offer free consults to do that. Um, so we offer our time freely to you to do that. And you can take advantage of that by calling the number at the bottom of the screen or going to mcelderlaw.com slash scheduling. OK, and the third one would be benefits planning. OK, or we also call it Medicaid crisis planning. That's where we're going to look at a VA benefit or a Medicaid benefit that can come in and cover the cost of long term care. And also we have maybe we haven't uh, protected things in time to be to look back period, or, you know, the family hasn't done that. The person hasn't done that. So we want to look at saving assets between husband and wife or between a parent and children. Um, yeah. What a lot of people do is they look at that, you know, window of time in between when someone needs care and actually get them qualified and this crisis period and say, Oh, I have to do the spin down. And I hate that term because anytime we, you know, are helping a client through this crisis period and why we have reframed, what this, you know, the terminology for this is because I'm not spending your money down. I'm not getting rid of your money as the attorney telling you what to do. I'm telling you how to preserve and exempt that money. So the money that you have is a countable asset. What you, what your goal should be is to make sure that the assets that you have are exempt for Medicaid purposes. That's the goal, not to get rid of the money. So when you hear that spin down, that's what the government wants you to do. They want you to pay the facility until you run out of money and then Medicaid can kick on. That's not the way that we tell our clients to qualify because that is obviously not a good option for them because they're losing what they worked hard for. Uh, so in that Medicaid crisis period, you really want to look at saying, OK, well, how can I under the rules for Medicaid, which are complicated and you really need an attorney to guide you through those? How can I utilize these to best exempt the assets that I have and both qualify for long-term care, which is, you know, the timing on that is really important because of the Medicaid back pay and all of that too. So again, it really requires an attorney to help you navigate through that sort of thing. And you really can't do that without having those foundational documents, powers of attorney in place beforehand, or if you do them during the time, the person has to be competent. Um, and so all of these things really mesh together so what is the best way, I guess that begs the question, what is the best way to make sure that if you're in a crisis situation, um, you know, you can actually navigate that? You come and sit down with me or you so that we plan under the rules 
for the benefit, Medicaid or VA, to avoid the look back period, even if we're planning to save assets immediately, and then quickly qualify for the benefit. That's what you do. And that's what we do for clients. Brent and I appreciate you talking about those three things about why is Medicaid, why is long-term care so expensive? Mm -hmm. I think there's reasons for that, that we discussed. There's probably more reasons that, that, you know, but, but those are some key reasons. And how can you plan to stay in control of assets, pay for long-term care benefits and pass those assets down to your kids? Yep, and it's not too late, even if you're in a crisis situation. There's still oh, things that can be done. A ton of things, and uh, we're very good at that. And, you know, again, I'm Greg McIntyre. I'm an estate planning and elder law attorney, the elder law guy. This is Brenton Begley, okay, Brenton S. Begley, who is we I'm fortunate him. enough to for him to be my law partner and and to practice for, with him now for a number of years. Um, and I appreciate you listening to the Elder Law Report, guys. Um we enjoy doing it. We'll continue to bring you great information. And uh, it's been a good year, Brenton. Yes, it has. I'm busy trying to wrap up the year. I'm just, I'm like grinding right now, trying to make sure everything's done and I'm running out of things to do. So I think we're doing a good job. So good. Glad right. see you next week on the Elder Law Report. Bye. We put off planning till things get slow Tomorrow's never promised today Don't get too busy and let it all slip away Please don't wait till it's too late Call McIntyre Elder Law Foundational planning or more complex We can help when you're perplexed If a loved one needs long-term care We can help avoid some of the scare Please don't wait till it's too late Call McIntyre Elder Law State planning benefits and even probate we take the planning piece off your plate If you or your spouse were in the military We can help with benefits for your family Please don't wait till it's too late Call McIntyre Elder Law Please don't wait till it's too late Call McIntyre